Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Listen to Pit Pass Radio. Thanks, Chris. I want to give a big shout out to Hicklin Power Sports in Grimes, Iowa. You can find Yamaha, Sea-Doo, Can-Am, Beta, KTM, Polaris, all under one roof at Hicklin Power Sports in Grimes. See the friendly staff in Grimes, Iowa, or find them online at hicklinpowersports.com. PJ, what's going on out at Hicklin? We are not remodeling anything this very second, which is a change <laughs> that I welcome. What, what is that? They are constantly what, what do you moving mean? and shaking. We up. have been constantly, it feels like, remodeling for what also feels like years. Yeah. And I'm sure there's more to come, but right now we're not actively remodeling anything. Or adding anything. Like or a, adding anything you guys, right now. Are you, you guys... Did? Gonna do a tanning salon now that you got hair. <laughs> hair if we had more going? room, I wouldn't write it off. It is pretty long winters here, as we all know. <laughs> we all get a little pasty, but uh, yeah, we don't have the footprint for that. The barber shop, Garage Gals are doing great though at the shop. Uh, I actually more, really like that. Yep, and you're not the only one. Every one of my friends who I've uh, told you need to come in and try it once is now a diehard. Fan, I, I they only to, go there, and to they've told there. other friends. I'll tell you what, me, I've grown up at the motorcycle shop, right? My dad owned Country Cycle and Winterset, and uh, I don't even go there now. But the uh, the 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 it was like hanging out at the pool hall. It's where we went, and it was something that was in my lifestyle from the time I was, you know, four or five years old, and until well before that actually i was three years old when my folks had it and i mean that's all i did as soon as i could get out of school i'd pin it there to get on my bike and ride because we had a track out back but uh even and then after my dad sold it and um it changed hands it was still the place to go i always just went just to chill at the parts counter you'd take your lunch you know when you're on your lunch break you'd take your you'd take your lunch to the bike just shop and eat and just it was just a hangout and i think that uh Motorcycle shops are, they have lost that so much. It is not, it I, is, it's cold when you go into a bike shop. They're there to sell you something or, and I get that. I mean, that's their gig. That's that's how you keep the lights on. It's just a different deal now. And, and I don't know, maybe some motorcycle shop uh, owners wouldn't wouldn't appreciate me saying that, but I, I really think, oh yeah, we're getting a whole bunch of texts already. Um, <laughs> but uh, but one thing I do think is cool about Hicklin is, is uh Yes, you've gone through a lot of changes with with the uh, uh, the remodels and 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 you know you've had bicycles for sale and and you have the barbershop stuff, but there's there's that atmosphere there, and it's and and we're continuing. I think that's really where our efforts have really been going to give us enough more room that 
you're not standing on top of the machines that you're trying to look at. We're trying to give you more room to walk around them. We've got a, a decent waiting area that has free popcorn and chips and water, and you can get right. yourself a decent cup of coffee. Come in and hang out. Go talk to the girls at Garage Gals. Decide if you need a haircut. It's pretty sweet when they do your... When they rub your head, right? It's uh, it's relaxing. <laughs> it, it is, is relaxing. They, they do. I find myself almost asleep when it starts happening. It's wonderful. Okay, we got sidetracked. Let's talk about MotoGP in Thailand. All right, Thailand. Uh, well, Marquez continues um, to do his business. Uh, he's not out of reach. He's so close to out of reach. There's four races left, 100 points on order. He's got a 76-point lead over Dovizio, so all he has to do is... If he can lose less a point or less when he gets to uh, gets to the next one, he's gonna he's gonna wrap up the title. Uh, he all but, he has to do is score a point, uh, right? Uh, a few points. I mean, it's not just only lose one point to Dovey, and it's a hundred percent done at the next round. If right, Dovey right. if Dovey picks up five points on him, hey, it's still mathematically possible, and you'll have to go to the that. But not likely. Left. I mean, he's got a not likely. There. He's got a super country mile on it. It was Marquez Davizioso, Vinales Rossi at Thailand in finishing order. Um, it's been an interesting season. Pedrosa DNF'd. That I found interesting as well. And as we said, Tony, we've got an upcoming uh, the penultimate round in World Superbike. For those uh, people like my brother, that means the second to the last one in Argentina. Uh, the final race will be the end of this month, October 25 through 27 in Los, at Los Sale in Cutter. If I said that right, Roman, I've said it right. Yeah. Cutter. Yeah. Cutter. Cutter. All righty. Yes, that was it. We we Cutter. briefly mentioned the Meadowlands Mile when we were talking to our buddy racer there, uh, Colby Carlisle. In the the FT Twins class, it was um, Smith with the win over Mies. Great, you know, great race. Uh, that was the last race of the season, as we'd mentioned. Carver, then Briar Bauman, Henry Wiles there in uh, – what sixth play or fifth place as it were jd beach coming out on a twin and pulling in sixth in the main that's pretty it's ridiculous. just it's it's awesome but, right but, that a guy from road racing can come out if after his season's over not only qualify for the main but place high but high like be a factor in the race but pj let's talk about the the uh um between each racer their finish the times at the MotoGP? No, or no, no. no. At, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, Meadowlands. The, at the Meadowlands, the the first five were within like 0.2. The gaps were 0.2 winner, 0.15, 0.2, 0.3. So you had a lead group of four to five guys that would have been throw a blanket over them at a mile track. That had to have been awesome to watch. I can't wait to watch it because they re-air all this stuff, and you can actually go to BN, or I'm sorry, not BN, but uh, <laughs> Fans Choice. Fans yeah. Choice and see it. Um, and they do re-air the flat tracks as well uh, on uh, one of the channels, that which I get. So I've been watching the flat tracks just a week or two later. So you say that they, they, they could have thrown a blanket over the top six, and it sounded like they needed to. It was cold. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a little chilly. chilly, and we didn't get to ask Colby. That was a little question I wanted to ask him. I wonder how much, you know, that's a lot colder. I would assume it's like road racing, wouldn't you? They've got to have a different compound tire for that much colder. Nah, no. it's flat track tire. Everybody's got the same uh, one. Go race. I think so. Huh. Yeah, I would I think it would be a different compound. Speaking though. of tires, um, the uh, 
did you notice that the European teams all came out with like tire warmers over their tires at the mo- at the motocross this nations this weekend? Ooh. So they had clean tires when they got to the metal grate starting grid, or the metal grate start starting yeah. pad. Why so they you? weren't heating them; they were just keeping the mud out well, of them from packing. Probably yeah. a little bit of both. I uh, doubt that they were heating them, but heating them's not going to do anything for you, I is d- it? Not in the mud. You're just making the rubber softer. It's just. It's. I think it's just something that they had them with them. Yeah, and the United States didn't do that, and and, and you know, and, then they and, look like they're more prepared. And I think you know they we were we've, more prepared. I've been uh, obviously because I was on the road. I, I was looking at social media a lot, and I was looking at Ricky Carmichael and Brian Deegan and, and guys that I respect, and you know, and I think they're talking about how they want to make. <coughs> excuse me. Everybody agrees that Ricky Carmichael should should be the team coach, and you know, and you look at the French team, and as soon as they get off the track, they're going back to brief the other riders on their team like you know they're, they're track they're, conditions tra- they, yeah, everything share knowledge here's a line that i found late in the race over here or or whatever or you can make the Loracos leap even and, though they put a giant glob of dirt in front of it you know stuff like that and i think two of the guys on the u.s team probably did do that uh they probably did talk to each other i think the other teammate uh who rides on now a different sp- bike now you're speculating roman i'm not speculating I, i'm just kind of going off of how that guy plays his cards typically and i mean it is what it is uh we just and not we had aaron on and you know they're a lot better than i am 10 times now aaron's a great guy and and, and you know what the, the with barsha though i mean we give him a lot of credit because because he's done such a 180 this year. But you think about uh, um, the 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 Justin Barsha two years ago when nobody would touch him. Yeah, he was he is a changed man. I'll tell you that, and I'm and I hope it's not just for us media and us fans. No, I, I think it's I think it's it did change him. It humbled him, and and I think he ha- he figured out he had to change himself. In order to kind of mature, grow up, and I think it just made him a better person. Do you think there was a better? We could have sent any different riders with a different result. Obviously, Eli Tomac is the best in the United States. We, there, there should be no question about that. Do you think there's any other 250F rider or other any other big bike rider that could? Uh, I mean, Plessinger is the champ too. Barsha, you know, he's he's he was very solid at the end of the season. No, I, I think we were. Who we were with. That was a solid group of guys. You you can't pull one of them and say, this guy would have been way better. I don't see it. Unless we could have got Marvin with a, you know. Marvin (laughs) Marvin with an alternate. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, Team France, we're going to go ahead and take your guy that you didn't want. But, hey, we're talking about how All he wanted was a passport. How about about everybody saying that, uh, Uh, you know, that they they were screwing up by not picking Marvin Miskin. And and they don't look like dummies, that's for sure. No, no, no. They... Everybody got lucky. Everybody. Because had Cal, uh, Cal, Calvin Verlandrin even placed a couple of points higher out of his race, it had been done. The way the points ran out, the Netherlands would have won that thing going away, hands down. Yeah. Had Verlander not got hit with a rock in the eye and then right. not been able to contest the rest of the weekend. Yeah, they wouldn't let him, right? They would not. Right. He wanted to. The doctor said, "No, you're out. You're done." Oh wow. Yeah. That's. He's got to be. He's got to be bummed going home. You know. But uh, so their season is over. 
over in yeah so what are, what are those guys i mean this is like the final the perfect timing for them because they can they are they are absolutely in the grind and and well, and their season, season ending and their season is so much longer than ours i mean just in the motocross scene they start in february and then they're done in, in in September. Yeah, they take a couple of breaks here and there, but I mean that, they take some long ones actually. Long ones, yes, but they race calendar wise, mm-hmm. almost like our regular motocross season is here in the states with with amateur racing. I think we're seeing a shift in in racing in the United States, and that us us older. I mean, I'm 41, so I'm I am a different era than than some. than a lot of the uh, the fans out there. And the racers, but if uh, I think we're in a real, we've we've had a shift in in focus to Supercross, and that's where everybody's focused on a pro level. That's where everybody focuses. That's where the money is. That's where you know that uh, you know we even have the the outdoor of Supercrosses is. Well, I guess that'd be Daytona. I was thinking of Monster Cup that's coming this <laughs> no, weekend. Daytona, because, yeah, but you know what I mean. It's yeah. it's definitely all geared and driven towards Supercross. Which, so, which my wife is not a fan of whatsoever. Why? Hates watching it. Really? Yep. Because of the Monster Girls? No. She thinks it's a just... <laughs> Good guess, go. Good no, guess, though. Uh-uh. <laughs> she just thinks it's stupid. She thinks it should be an outdoor. I, I think it's great. I think they're both great. I just think that um, I think that so much emphasis is on Supercross that it's going to be a long time before we see a, I don't know. a competitive uh, Motocross this Nation's U.S. Hey, team. So the, I hope I'm wrong, but... All right, uh, I want to say a big thanks to our guest, Aaron Pussinger, who uh, was just at this race that we're talking about, Kyle Redman, Enduro Cross Racer, Ryan McCarthy from Rhino Power, Bryce Prince, a uh, fast road racer, and Colby Carlisle, the uh, um, the gentleman we caught getting on a skateboard for tacos, the AFT flat track singles racer who finished just behind wouldn't, Shane at Texture this wouldn't, weekend. Wouldn't get us any either. want to thank all of our listeners out there. We appreciate you tuning in each and every week. I'm Tony Wink for... Roman Avila, PJ Doran, Jack and Leanne DeLeon, Tommy Borhauerson, Chris Bishop, Scott Casper, and Ed Kuhlenkamp. So long. Next week. We'll see you then. Thanks. May I have your attention, please? Excuse me. Are you listening to me? Thank you. The preceding was an exclusive presentation of Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, a division of Pit Pass Radio LC. Any use of this copyrighted material without the express written consent of Pit Pass Radio LC is strictly prohibited. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 